What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Moose Milk Podcast. This is episode 86. 86. I'm your host, Ryan. This is my dog, Finnegan. Just hanging out on my lap. He's, uh, he's, he's being good, but he's kind of want to play and bark at me. So, you know, he's just going to sit on my lap. Welcome back. Sorry we missed last week. Uh, yeah, I had the flu. It was not a fun weekend for me. I literally didn't leave my room in bed for three days, so, um, yeah, couldn't really record last week, so I apologize for missing last week, but that's on me. Uh, I'm just going to wait for Matt to join us, and we'll get started with She-Hulk finale and or episode six and seven, and yeah, I watched a ton of things. I don't know how much we'll get into, kind of, I'm trying to keep these episodes to about an hour, because Matt is got to get up at... 4 30 in the morning and i don't want to keep them up too late so um but yeah should be a fun filled episode getting uh going here's matt right here look at him he's quick i've got a lot to talk about but we'll see we'll see how much we can uh, dive into tonight this guy hey what's up buddy not my volume there we go it is now oh, oh look at that nailed it all jokes way to go buddy only six dog. episodes in and we can't figure out oh look at that cute little guy come here bud no all right yeah kate's still kate's on set tonight so she's not home still oh right on yeah. You gotta watch the pup. Yep. Right on. Well, normally he would be sleeping with Kate right now, but she's not home, so. Yeah, so he doesn't know what to do. He has no idea. He's like, I'm supposed to be in bed right now? Um, what's going on? My dog does the same thing. If it's past his bedtime, he starts getting mad at me. Like, uh, hello, we're same. supposed to be sleeping right now. He'll, he'll, like, get his bone and, like, get our attention and then make us, like, walk, watch him walk into... Yeah. Like the bedroom, like, like, so dog, like thing, he'll grab a toy and he'll carry it yeah. into the bed. Like it's time now. Like yeah, right. we've been sitting out here long enough. Yeah, like I'm bored. I've only slept 16 hours today. I want to go back and sleep some more. <laughs> oh, thanks, uh, June. Oh wait, Juan Pablo. Is that right? Oh seven. Great collection. Thanks, man. I love it. But it's funny because I already have like. 30 figures I need to add in that have come since I finished. You're never going to be done, man. You're just, you're going you're to have to buy a house. I know that. When I buy a house, I want to buy, like, these awesome cases that I, I think I've talked about them before, but they're amazing. They're all, like, metal, and they have, they're dustproof and stuff. They're sick. But they're, like, stupid expensive. I was just going to say, they probably cost a fortune, yeah. Yeah, I'd prefer what I want to, like, replace this, it'd probably cost me, like, five grand. Yeah, it's a steep, that's a steep price. I know. It's but, the same as me, though. Like, if, if I had the money, I would redo my garage and make it a studio, and it'd be dope. Yeah, but I would be cool. I, I don't have cool. 20 grand to put into my garage, so, you know. That's the thing. Everything's expensive. Yeah, everything's more expensive now, so. No, it's insane, dude. Insane. It is. Yeah. Um, how was your Hi. week? Uh, it's all right, man. I've been fucking busy as all hell as usual. Yeah. 
no slowing down here. So I work today, and then I have to work tomorrow and the next day. But making donuts, I think. Donuts tomorrow and and uh, and Monday, yeah. So you know, if you accidentally ship those into Canada or into Ontario, I'll be okay with that. You know. I think I've told you this, and I, I and it, if there was ever a way that I like an affordable way, I know there is a way, but I know yeah. it costs like a stupid amount of money. And if there was a way, to get, yeah, it has to be only like you'd have to get them the same day. It's the only way to really make it worth what it would cost. Yeah. I, I, I just gotta move closer to you, buddy. That's just all it is. When you come out next, we'll go and do it. We'll we'll do it. We'll do it. Oh yeah, I'll gain like three, four hundred pounds that week down there. That'll be great. They won't be able to. They won't be able to fly me home. It'll be Operation Double Drop. <laughs> That's funny. Um, yeah, I had I had the flu, so uh, last week we missed, and then pretty much just worked all week and i didn't have a lot of time this like this week i watched a shit ton of stuff last week but yeah yeah your list you just sent me is ridiculous yeah well when you lay like just laying around for four days there's not much to do except sleep and watch things right so yeah i watched yeah, fair enough. Yeah. i remember when i got covid i watched a lot of stuff because i was like what the fuck else am i gonna do yeah i didn't feel like doing anything do. and i didn't want to like i could have played games or something but i just like didn't have the like energy to actually sit there and focus on something i was just kind of like yeah. in a daze laying there so yeah i don't blame you there i, I wanted to finish there. this lego set but i just haven't had time so hmm. this week this week you did a live stream to do some of that didn't you yeah i did two live streams last week and then i got oh, sick nice. um but yeah i'm gonna try to finish it this week i think i only need like a couple more hours and it'll be done so cool that's dope yeah maybe monday we'll see I like it. Football or, tomorrow. There's no need to bark. Football tomorrow. Football tomorrow. How's your team doing? Terrible. Terrible. They're awful. Today They're like, I saw a stat on. I don't know why I saw it, but and it said that Vancouver, the Vancouver Canucks, are the only team in the NHL that don't have a win. Yeah, they're like I think 0 and 6 to start the season. Great. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> they might I, they might have won today I'm, I'm, I'm not sure but um it's too funny yeah they're not they're not doing well detroit's unbeaten i think i think they're two over two that's pretty cool yeah but i haven't watched hockey at all i mean i mean i just focus on football until football's done and then i'll jump over to the nhl once the playoffs start once it gets going and you kind of yeah. know what's up yeah exactly i don't care about the first 65 games of the season it's pointless <laughs> that's cool like uh, what you watch this week? Uh, I, I, I mean, for me, I watched a lot, but not comparatively to what you have watched. But uh, I went and saw uh, Amsterdam in theaters. Right. How was it? Wanted to, um, it was okay. Like it wasn't really that. It wasn't like I didn't find it super compelling or anything. And like I like the. I mean, I went because Kate wanted to go to the movies, and she's like, "Let's go see Amsterdam." And I was like, "Yeah, right, whatever." So I like the cast, right? I like Christian Bale and I like Margot Robbie and yeah, you know, so yeah, it's good. And all like supporting art, art, uh, cast are really good too. So, but it was just like uh, it didn't. It, seems it, like... it didn't really keep me that interested. Like I kind of found it a bit boring. So seems like all the movies coming out lately are like doing really, really poorly. So I don't know. I know Bad. Black Adam came out today, yeah, or yesterday or whatever, but. Um, yeah. 
like the last like three months like everything that comes out is just like tanking like no nothing's making money so have you uh you're are you gonna see black adam have you i'll wait till it's up i I mean i like the rock i think the rock is like a very uh energetic like compelling actor like i think he's Mm -hmm. fun but like i don't think he like really differentiates any role that he's ever had like i feel like the rock is always just the rock no matter what he's playing um yeah that's fair but like nothing about the trailers for black adam have been remotely compelling to me yeah same here i mean i you know i see you know i've seen like a couple dc movies so like you know i'm not i I have no intention in seeing this it doesn't appeal to me in any capacity like the only reason it appeals to me is because it's the rock but i mean even that like I'm not like a huge rock fan. Like I think he's good in what he does, but he's not one of those ones that'll like draw me to him. Like, oh, the rocks in this. Okay, I'm gonna watch it because it's the rock. Did you it's see that? Like that he might be eventually interested in buying WWE. The Rock wants to buy WWE. Apparently, well, because Triple H is running it right now. So apparently, like when they're ready to like sunset it or whatever or triple h wants to retire or what i don't know exactly what the situation is with ownership or whatever but like i, I saw an article whether it's true or not that the rock said that he's like interested in buying the wwe if it ever goes up that's crazy yeah i mean he could probably do a lot of cool stuff with it too because he's been a great part of its legacy and yeah exactly and i know, mean he knows a lot of people in the industry now he could probably take it up a whole nother level and yeah, I think it, I, I mean, as much as like Triple H is like shaking things up and bringing it back to like kind of its heyday and whatever, like I definitely think like some new blood and some new ideas in there would probably do it very well. Yeah, I agree. But, um, um so yeah, yeah, so I saw Amsterdam. Uh, we've been watching, I know I've talked about this on the show before, but it's really fucking funny. Uh, Reservation Dogs. Right. It's on Star, like Disney Plus for us in Canada. Tiger with um, has something to do with it, doesn't he? Yep. Yeah. yeah, he like is the I think he's EP, I think. Um, but it's good. It's just about like these this group of kids, like uh Native American kids and they live on a reservation and it's just like the craziness they like the last episode we watched there's this one kid, his name's Cheese, and like uh his his uncle who he lives with gets busted for growing weed, I think, or something like that. Nice. And like they're just sitting out on the front porch or whatever, like just chilling or whatever. And then he goes inside and all of a sudden, like all these cops just pull up and arrest him and like his uncle or whatever. And yeah, it's just like, he just, the whole episode is him like living in this like foster home for a week or because until they figure out like where to put him or whatever. And it's, yeah, uh, it's funny. I'll have to check it out. Funny. Yeah, it's really good. If you don't like the first like couple episodes, they're only half hour, I think, or something like that. Yeah. Um, like, you could like they're all in the same vein it's not yeah, yeah, yeah. i mean it's not one of those things like it is an ongoing story but it's not that right right it's not like more you sitcom some, yeah it's yeah exactly it's more of that yeah. they always see there's this like naked indian guy who they see as like a vision in their head or whatever and he'll just look over and he's just standing there naked and he's just like he'll give them like this wisdom and shit and it's just like it's pretty funny it's awesome so, uh, so yeah, so we've been watching a lot of that. Uh, I know it's not on your list, but I watched a couple episodes of that Midnight Club thing. Kate, Kate finished it. I didn't finish it. I didn't like it. Hey, uh, High School Creations. Ryan, man, you need to go, if you remember, and look at High School Creations' page. He's making this city diorama, and it's, it's like he just made, like, a McDonald's. 
Oh wow! And like the whole inside has like the menus. It's crazy, dude. It's insane. They just started following me, so uh, I'll definitely go uh, once we're done the stream. I'll check out his stuff. That's awesome. It's, it's crazy. He's making it for my buddy actually for A and R. Uh, oh, that's nice. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then um, I started rewatching She-Hulk with Kate because I was like trying to get Kate to watch it, but we only got like three episodes in, and she was like, "Yeah, I don't really care." I was like, "You don't like it?" And she's like, "Well, it's not that I don't like it. I just don't care." I'm like, oh, okay. That's fair. So, yeah, that's fair. Uh, and then I watched Rogue One because obviously we've been watching Andor and we're going to talk about Andor tonight, which yeah. I'm really liking. Uh, Rogue One was as good as I remember it being. It's been a while since I rewatched it. I think when I did my last Star Wars rewatch, I missed it. So I want to yeah. I want to rewatch it, but I kind of want to wait until the season's done and then watch like that. Like I don't know, I don't know. After seeing uh, Episode Six, yeah. I was like, I want to see more. I just feel like a horror movie. So, like, I want. I watched it like, right after that night. I was off the next day, so I just, like, put it on while I was working. Fuck, now um, I want to watch it. You're yeah, man. It's fucking great. me up. Uh, I, was, I watched, uh, again, more wrestling. Uh, <laughs> I'm on this hardcore wrestling kick right Dude, now. Dude, I man. watched four pay-per-views this week. Just like just chilling in the morning, like having a cup of tea, threw on fucking like No Way Out 2001 and like all these like random pay-per-views and like, yeah, just chill and watching that, skip a few matches here and there, but like, yeah. yeah. Well, I uh, I found this channel called Wrestling with Andy or Wrestle with Andy. Okay. And he does, I think I may have talked about the, the chronological timeline thing maybe on here. Yeah. So I've been watching more of his videos, and he'll do, like, full history on, like, certain people. So, like, it's, like, the DX story, the NWO story, Hulk Hogan, That's awesome. Ultimate Warrior. Like, yeah, it's sick. So there's all, and they're, like, about 20 to 30 minutes each. So, like, it gives you, like, you know, what they did before they were that character. And then, like, it's just really easy to follow and all laid out. And For somebody, like, say, like, Chris Jericho, does it follow him, like, post-WWE and, like, into, like, what he's doing now with yeah, the oh, yeah, it does. It does. It's not a WWE. Okay, cool. like it's yeah so it, it covers the whole thing so start, like it's good it's awesome man honestly like I, I watched the triple h one last night it was really really good and nice. again they show like he started in whatever like nwa or whatever i don't remember where it was and it has like footage of like actual matches and stuff within it yeah that's awesome yeah some stuff is blurred like i think there must be some copyright issues every yeah, once I'm sure. you'll see something that has like a scene that's blurred or whatever but yeah. i recommend it like uh his the rec the wrestling by the decade starts in uh, 1990 and goes to 2003. That's as far as he's done so far. And each one is like a year, a year in review the WWF. And like, man, you get so much knowledge from them. Like, it's just it's so. If you're into, if you have like a nostalgia for WWF wrestling and like, like I have no attachment to new stuff. I pretty much am out after 2002. Realistically, yeah, like, the same I don't thing. Even think I was around. I don't even think I was around when like. Brock Lesnar and then came in like I wasn't around that's when I that's when I stopped watching pretty much it was like I remember I don't know if it was Wrestlemania or what but Brock Lesnar it was like the main the main match was like Brock Lesnar versus like The Rock or I don't know whoever and I was yeah. like I'm out I can't stand Brock Lesnar yeah, I'm not so I was like fucking yeah. I'm done so yeah so I've been watching a lot of that and then I, that spun me into watching Wrestling with Shadows have you ever seen that that's the the, you should watch that. That's the uh, Montreal Screwjob documentary. Yeah. It's like an hour and a half, and it's about like I might have 
I know the WWF did one of their own. I don't know if it's the same yes, one. This or, is a, not a, not a WWF oh. one. Uh, it's like Bret Hart. It, it's lots of interviews with like Bret Hart and nice. yeah, and it's awesome. It's about how Bret Hart got screwed out of the WWF title in his hometown on his last night working for WWF. Yeah. Or, not the last night. I think he had another night to go. I think the plan was he was gonna he wanted to drop it the next night, not on in his hometown, right? Or not in not in Canada, rather not in Canada. They're in Montreal. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah, yeah. Uh, great. interesting. Yeah, that'd, that'd be interesting to watch. Mm-hmm. And um, aside from that, I got this video game. It's the first video game I've gotten in like yeah, it's years. so good, dude. I haven't played it yet. I've been too busy, but I'm planning on it. Maybe it's great. this week. Uh, I'm excited. It's, that's the kind of game I like because it's I like something that I don't have to think about. I just go forward and beat up bad guys and get to the last boss and beat that bad guy. And then... Totally. You can you can uh, play co-op too. Like if Kate wanted to play or anything like yeah, that. I, like, that. I said you should play. <laughs> yeah, you guys can play co-op together. Or, or I don't know if it has online co-op, but like it's fun. Like it's it's just like a classic beat 'em up. Like. You would remember yeah, it's like, on like it's Super like, Nintendo. It's like Ninja Turtles 2, the arcade game, right? Yeah, totally. It's got more it's, updated graphics and yeah. Well, I think mean, it's the same, almost same style of graphics. Honestly, it's it oh, obviously nice. it runs better, but like yeah, it's straight up Super NES, like Sega Genesis era Turtle game. Sick. I love yeah. that. So yeah, I'm yeah, excited great. to play it. I'm excited to play it. Um, and then I've also been. I know you don't like it, but I've been fucking just in love with that new Blink song. Oh, it's terrible. And, I've listened to it, so I, w- I was trying to figure out if I could find out how many times I've listened to it because I'm just kind of curious. It's a lot, dude. But that's yeah. me and that Paramore song. Is it? Like I, I would love Paramore to know the number song. on it right now because I bet you it's like upwards of fifty times I've listened to it in a couple weeks. I put it on my playlist. Like I have one playlist that just kind of put everything on. It's like the biggest mix of music. That's so weird. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I've kind of hit it a couple times, and it's it. I, I like it a little bit more now. So. Well, I mean, if you want to talk about Blank reunion and everything, like, we totally can. I, I it, It's just such a bland song. There's no books to it. The, the, the writing is so, like... I think, it's, I think it's catchy. Nothing about it catches me at all. I, I find it so generic. I know that, I, I know that it's being uh, mixed, received, but at the end of the day, for me, it's more just, like, I, regardless of if I... I mean... At the end of the day, I'm going to like it. Like, even Nine, which I hate, there's, like, a couple songs on it that, like, I can handle, right? And it's, like, I'll always find the best in that band. Yeah. It's, like, an important band to me, you know what I mean? So, like, even if they put out shit, I would probably still, like, like Nine, then I would probably, like... Yeah. I get, I, I, I don't know, I, I, I would just say, like, I'm at a point now where there's so much good music that, like, I just... I won't waste time with bad music. I, I can't. Like, I just can't. And, like, this week, for instance, like, the new Tegan and Sarah album came out. I'm a huge Tegan and Sarah fan. And the album, I think, sucks. Like, I think it's terrible. And mm-hmm. it's, like, such a bummer to me because they're one of my favorite musicians. Well, both of them are, you know, one of my yes, favorite I know bands. But, I know uh, yeah, the album's called Cry Baby, and I think it's, like, their weakest album. I think it's, like, it's got all kinds of, like, effects and, like, uh, totally, like, not a Tegan and Sarah album. Like, it's like, interesting. I don't know. It's dancey. It's got, I don't know. It's, it's, it's not good. It, it, I think it's their worst album. And it's like, all right, I'll probably never listen to this album again. Like, straight up. Like, I listened yeah, to it once. Happens, 
and I was just like, nah, that's good. The new Chili Peppers album came out last week. Like they put out two double albums this this year, and after listening to both albums, I'm like, man, if they would have just like fucking sat down and put together like a great twelve song album, yeah, it would have been amazing. But no, instead they dropped like 35 songs this year, and like 15 of them could be completely tossed. Like they're just. They're just not good enough. Like, and to me, it's like these albums are weighed down so much in their runtimes that like, there's like six songs on each that I love, and I think would make great albums. But yeah, mm-hmm. it's just a bummer. So like, the new Blink song dropped, and maybe the album will catch me, and maybe the 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 album will be great. But there's nothing about this song that I was like, yeah, you guys are on the right track. But I'm like, this is this is this got train wreck written all over it. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not too worried about it for me personally. It works for me. I like. I like the song, and I think it sounds nothing like Angels and Airways, which I like. So no, that's that's I think super. As long yeah. as we're not getting any Angels and Airways inspired stuff, that's the Blink stuff I generally like the least. Sure. Um, but yeah, as long as we could stay away from, like, honestly, if we could get something in the vein of California, like, I really like California. Like, I know you're not huge on it. It's fine. I love. I love it. I think it's like. I, there's actually like very few songs on it that like I, I skip it's one of those ones I listen to right through I love it but yeah. if I can get something in that vein with Tom I'd be cool with that because it's I just fast like, I like like fast pop punk skate punk nothing crazy like yeah yeah I don't yeah. need them to reinvent the genre like I'm just I'm good I'd be on that with them right like I I mean I look at it more as like they're what 50 years old late 40s yeah. Yeah. I, I, if this is an album about like whining about like girls and shit like that, like I can't do it again. I'm sorry, you're 50 year old men that have been married for 30 years. Like, <laughs> I, I, I want something that's a little more like sophisticated in writing, at least in like somewhat of a like. Let's not make the same album we've made four times already. Like, I would love something that's a little bit different. And like, with everything that Mark has gone through in the last like you know a year and a half, like I would really hope like some like self reflection in the lyrics would come in and like really have like a solid album. Like it can be a fast pop punk album, but like write something that like is now like yeah facing death, facing cancer, facing you know illness. Like I think you could write some really like compelling music that way. But yeah, um, yeah for sure. I don't know. Just everything about the 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 reunion and everything like that just really like it's just such a cash grab and it just really bums me out. Like I just, maybe that's not their intention, but like the ticket pricing, the, the, uh, the way the announcement all took place, like it just fucking reeks of stuff. We were just going to take the money and run. I don't know. Yeah, that's fair, man. I mean, I think everyone's inside. I can't deny that the tickets are expensive. So I was happy I could get them, but uh, yeah, they're pricey for sure. And like, you know, at that price, unless I think I said this to you already, but like at that price, um, you know, I'll see them this time. Because like I was, my biggest thing was I wanted to see them again. Like especially after Mark's cancer thing last year, I was like, totally. You know, really, I I, I I respect that, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you know, and it's like kind of double cool that like not only am i getting to see them again but it's with tom again too right so that oh. that also being said like I, I they were they're better live with matt than they are with tom in my opinion oh. i've seen both versions and it would be hard to not be matt's, matt's the superior musician live anyway yeah and like so i i mean i think a lot of people are going to be disappointed and i don't mean that like meanly but like if a lot of young people are going to see Blink the first time this tour, I think there's going to be a lot of people that are like, we paid 
a grand for tickets for this? Like, I gotta tell you that I don't think that young people, this tour is aimed at young people. I, I think know. this tour is going to be dad bods and beers is what I think this is going to be. I, I hope, I hope so. But like a lot of like, if you look at any of their posts, it's a lot of people saying like, I would have, I wanted to see you guys my entire life and never had the opportunity. And like, it's, it seems like it's a lot of young people and then them complaining about how expensive tickets are. And like, there's yeah. no way I can afford this, blah, 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 blah. Like for people that aren't like familiar, they, they're using this new algorithm on, on Ticketmaster that is pricing tickets based off of demand. So the higher the demand goes, the higher the ticket price goes. And this is to attempt to scare away bots from buying all the tickets up and then trying to resell them. Like, like how about just put a limit on the tickets? <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. But Ticketmaster is such a scam idea. that like, yeah, it's, it it's all fucked. But yeah. so right now, like for Toronto, Ontario tickets, tickets are going for $1,200 a piece. The thing is though, ticket. if they're not actually selling, like, well, I don't know if they are, but my point is, is like they added a second date. So clearly I assume the first date sold out. Mm, yeah, probably if they added a second. And yeah, I'm not, I wouldn't pay $1,200 to meet the band one-on-one. Like, yeah, it's just not, there's no band on earth for me that's worth yeah, $1,200. I don't think I would have paid $1,200. Like I, I kind of was going to go, like I kind of in my mind went and think I was going to spend 500 because I spent six, I spent I spent 500 on two tickets for Lizzo for Kate. Yeah. So like, I kind of assumed I was going to be paying 500 bucks. I went in assuming I was going to pay 500. So when I paid like 385 or whatever, I was like, oh, okay, at least it wasn't 500. Yeah, that no, I was still fucking $385. Yeah. Crazy. Like I, w- I spent $200 on my rage tickets that I don't get to use now, but like, bummer. that, that is the most I would go for any band is 200 bucks. Yeah. And it would have to be a band that like I really want to see really that I yeah. haven't got to see. I've yeah, seen like Blink twice. On your list. Yeah, sorry, someone on your list, right? Yeah. I've seen Blink twice, I've seen Angels and Airwaves once or twice. Like yeah. I'm good on I'm full up on, on seeing them. I don't need to see it. There's nothing they've wrote since self titled that like makes me go, Fuck, I wish I could see Blink again. Yeah. yeah. That's fair. That's fair, for sure. Um, so I've seen Blink this will be my fifth time, so and they're they're fun live. They're just Tom yeah, yeah. can't sing. Yeah, last time I saw them, that wasn't uh, Mark wasn't sounding great either, to be honest. So yeah, it's a bummer. He's just kind of flat, you know. Yeah. That's what it is. What happens when you get old? Totally. Um, and then the last thing I was going to talk about, I'm still even done. We're 20, 30 minutes in. I haven't even gone through what I've gone through. Uh, uh, have you heard the new For You Strong EP? No, I didn't. I've kind of fallen off for your song, so I haven't listened to anything from the last like three albums probably. But then this new one came up, and it kind of had the re—they kind of reused the wasting time CDs album art and like did like an EP. And on it, they re-recorded wasting time like na- like modernly, like now. And they yep. re-recorded uh, what the hell is a gigawatt from the first album, but instead of all of the keyboard parts they put in guitar over it like instead and oh, it's yeah. like it's a pretty cool like redo like it's huh. it, like it makes it like way less poppy and way more heavy and like it's fucking sick man like it's only four songs and the first song is it's called cavalier it's the only new song on the cd the other two or other three are just like re-recorded versions of older songs 
Um, and it's like pretty good too. So yeah, it's only four songs and three of them are ones I already know. So it's like, oh, cool. I'll check it out. But uh, yeah, I liked their last album. I thought their last album was excellent. So. Yeah, I remember you saying you liked it. I don't think I ever listened to it. So, but yeah, it's just it this, one, this one showed up like randomly on my Spotify homepage and it's like, you might like this. And I was like, oh, I that was, and it looks like familiar artwork. And then I looked at it and I was like, oh, it's got re-recordings. That's fun. I always like those. Yeah. Um, so. I'll have to check it out. I, 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 I was just thinking the other day, too. Like, Taking Back Sunday hasn't put out a new fucking album in like six years. Where the fuck are they? Yeah. They put out the My Name is Jonas cover last year. Yeah. But, I mean, I want an album. Good. Yeah, I know. I get it. Anyway, what did you uh, what did you watch in the last two weeks? I mean, I'm gonna go through this super quick because we're already a half hour into this. So yes, we are. Yes, we are. Uh, I watched X Men: The Last Stand. It's terrible. Uh, <laughs> I watched X Men: First Class. It's better, but it's still not great. Uh, I was yeah. just on an X Men kick. Uh, then I rewatched the Batman, the the 2022 movie. It's really long. I forgot how long it was. That's yeah, long. Um, I really enjoy it still, but it needs to be mm. tripped by like 35 minutes. It's just it's way, way too long. Um, <laughs> excuse me. Um, I watched the new Hellraiser movie, the 2022 Hellraiser. How was it? Um, I enjoyed it. If you're a Hellraiser fan, like I, I, I think you'll, I mean, it's a Hellraiser movie. I, I don't think it's like doing anything revolutionary, but like I, I thought it was a fun more film for you know 90 minutes, two hours, whatever the fuck it is. I only remember Pinhead. I don't actually remember the movie. I just remember Pinhead as a character. Yeah, I mean, I, they're spooky-looking characters, and I, I like yeah. the idea of the movie, but, like, it didn't do anything where I was like, oh, this is, you know, treading new ground for a horror films. It's like, no, yeah. it's a Hellraiser movie. <laughs> um, yeah, so, uh, let's see here. The Mole just finished the last two episodes of this, this season of The Mole for Netflix. came out yesterday. I'm not going to spoil anything, just in case people haven't watched it, but... I really recommend it if you're into reality television at all or like compelling kind of detective game show type thing. You can play along at home. It's, I got my mom into it. Like, it's great. I enjoy it. I, I think it's a really awesome show and I highly recommend it. Nice. Uh, new season of Unsolved doing, Mysteries drops. You're not doing uh, the videos after each one still, are you? No, nah, I stopped. Nobody watched no. them, so. Nah. Um, Unsolved Mysteries came back on Netflix, a third season, three, three episode drop. Um, the first two episodes are completely, to me, throwaway. They don't belong on an Unsolved Mysteries show because there's nothing about them that's really unsolved. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. It, it, it didn't make really much sense to me, but the third episode I thought was a lot more compelling. But there's they're doing, like, three episode drops for the next two weeks, I think. So um, that's going to be ongoing. Um, Handmaid's Tale, we won't dive into because I don't know. Are you caught up? I am not caught up from this week. I, I'm loving this season. I think it's super fucking fascinating. Interesting. I the last where I left off was spoiler alert when uh uh what's her name Miss Waterford and uh June June took off together. So yeah, yeah I think I'm missing this week. This Just one. this week. Yeah. I don't. I love this season. It's fucking great. Um, yeah. Highly recommend it. Um, new season of the challenge started on MTV. Two episodes into that, I love the challenge. I'm a big challenge fan, so I, I you, you know me. I love reality TV. television. Yep, you do. Uh, Survivor still ongoing. Still watching that. Uh, the Amazing Race still watching that. Fucking The Block still watching that. All reality shows, all highly recommended. There's a show called 28 Days Haunted that just dropped on Netflix. It's spooky season, so I'm like, fuck yeah, I want to watch some haunted shit. 
interesting idea. It's like um, six episodes, and they take like three really haunted locations in America and drop um, three different teams in each like for each location, and they have to live in this haunted house for twenty eight days. Oh damn! Um, the idea of it is awesome, and it sounded really fascinating. The actual like show is so like fucking cheese ball like it so much like oh we've got a psychic that figured out the murders of what happened here without anybody <laughs> giving them any information and i'm like okay fuck off <laughs> i'm not that gullible and like the one guy is like super hardcore religious and is like chanting prayer and shit and i'm just like come on man the idea of the show is great. Find fucking regular ass people that like are interested in the paranormal and drop them in these locations. Don't drop like supposed experts that like know what the fuck they're doing and like make it seem like the one guy's getting possessed and like all this bullshit. I'm like, come on. It's just so too ball. Fucking <laughs> anyway. Um Did I tell you yeah. we're staying in a we're staying in a haunted hotel when we go to Banff. Did I tell you that? No, you did not. That's excellent. We're staying in the world-famous Fairmont Banff Springs Hotel. And it's supposedly haunted? So, like, are, are you, like, did you guys choose to stay there because it's haunted? I'm not going to lie to you. I have no idea why Kate, Kate picked it because it's a Fairmont. She's like, it's world-famous. I'm like, yeah, for being haunted. Like, it's not world-famous because it's a Fairmont. It's world-famous because it's fucking known for being haunted. There's, like, one whole floor that you can't go on. Really? It's crazy, dude. Oh fuck! Yeah. I want to go there now. It's expensive. Well, I I assumed it was. It's yeah, fucking exactly. in Whistler. Didn't you say some Banff or Whistler? Banff. Okay. Um. No, that that sounds dope to me. Like, the idea of staying somewhere haunted is extremely compelling to me. <laughs> um. Mostly because I'm so a non-believer that, like, yeah. I would love for something to make me actually go, okay, I believe, like, yeah, something fucked yeah. up's happening here. But, like, every time I watch any of these shows, I'm just like, come on. You see all the holes. Yeah, there's just so much room for fucking, like, production manipulation and, like, like confirmation bias by, like, other people in the room being like, did you hear that? Yeah, I heard that. Like, it's like, yeah. come on. Um, so yeah, if you guys actually see anything, I want to fucking hear stories, dude. I'll let you know we're there for like four nights. Fuck yeah. That's a couple weeks from now, right? Yep. Yeah, Sweet. when Black Panther comes out. Yeah. Well, instead of seeing Black Hopefully Panther, live long he goes. To see it. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine that when your podcast has to end because you got murdered by ghosts. <laughs> what an awesome idea for a podcast episode. I could carry this podcast on. I lose Forever. my best friend, but if you got murdered by ghosts, it'll what do you live, want me to do? It'll live, it'll live, live on in uh, the podcast realm, in the podcast space. You have to haunt me if you die. I will. I'll be a guest speaker. Perfect. Or possess Finnegan, and you can live within Finnegan. Imagine. <laughs> I would bark all the whole time, and you're like, uh, stop, stop barking. But I'm just I got to beat him back. <laughs> oh. There is no Dana, only Zool. <laughs> uh, what else did I got? Oh, the show The Watcher. It's like number one on Netflix right now. And that's like the one, true... Is that the one about neighbors or something? Yeah, it's... Is it good? Apparently a true case that is obviously like uh, Hollywood, Hollywood eyes. But like it's it's 
acted, but like it's a based off a true case of like basically this family that moves into this house and they keep getting these like letters in their mailbox from like a stranger. They don't know who the fuck it is that is like basically like I'm watching you and I'm watching your family and like blah 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 and like really like kind of fucked up messages and like everybody in the town is kind of like like you think it could be anybody really like you're not sure who the fuck it's leaving these notes everybody is weird and everybody in the town is like behaving weirdly and i don't know it's like six episodes it's okay it ended it it ends in a way that like people are finding very not you know not Uh, satisfying but yeah that's too bad um, Kate's, Kate's mentioned it to me a couple of times. Like, oh, we could watch that. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I love true crime. I'll watch anything true crime. So it's just like, yeah. you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, and then lastly, uh, Love is Blind, the new season of Love is Blind came out. I don't know why I like this show. It's Isn't not that the a show. They dress up like something or whatever, and then. No, they. Oh. They get like 30 people into a house, but you don't get to meet any of the opposite sex. You you date through a wall, basically, so you never get to see what the other person looks like. You just like get to talk, basically. So it's like meeting somebody blind, obviously. And after like whatever length of time, you're, I don't know, like a week within the house, if you like like somebody, you propose to them, basically, and you get engaged and married within four weeks. And so basically, like once you propose, you finally get to meet the person you propose to in person. Weird. And then they like send you on a trip basically, and then like you have four weeks to like live together and see if like you're actually going to get married, and then you have your wedding and get married. Whoa, that's weird. And I don't know why I find the show compelling because it's not something I would typically watch, but like <laughs> it's just watching these like train wrecks of relationships that I find fucking I don't know fascinating. <laughs> it's like maybe because I don't date at all and like. I don't know. It's just like a modern look at dating. If this is like actual how real people like date today in sure. any like way when they're actually dating, I'm like, this is fucked up, man. <laughs> so I don't know. I find it compelling as fuck, but um, interesting. Yeah, it's a weird show. Yeah, um, interesting for sure. It, it has like an awful, awful like love is not blind, clearly, because almost every single person <laughs> that's gotten married has gotten divorced almost immediately. <laughs> Um, but yeah, then obviously Andor and She-Hulk, and we're gonna get, we we, we gotta hop into She-Hulk or Andor first because uh, yeah. we're forty minutes into this. Yes, we are. So spoilers for She-Hulk, and eventually spoilers for Andor once we get there. So okay, um, She-Hulk finale. Okay, you go first because I'm sure you like hated it, and uh, it was fine. I um, I don't feel like you have much to say about it. I, I I found that it was a very weird ending to a show that had a lot of narrative threads and they basically were just like well fuck it we don't want to do this anymore and like break the fourth wall and just basically throw away the finale like i get what they were trying to do where it's funny to call them out of like oh all these shows are the same and all these movies are the same and blah 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 blah. but when you like spend eight episodes building up a narrative and then you just throw it out the window at the last episode like it kind of seems like you just wasted everybody's time yeah um i think the character of She-Hulk is fast. Like, I like her. I like her at She-Hulk. I like, you know, that her and uh, Daredevil have this, like, relationship now. Me too. Me too. Um, I hope that that carries on in the actual Daredevil show. I also hope that. Um, I like that they set up, like, Hulk having a son and everything like that. I think that's... Mm. You don't like that. <laughs> I, I do just because, like, 
I want like a World War Hulk movie, and I think like this is this is the like direction to go. Is like there's a bunch of Hulks now. To me, that that the placement of that was it was so like oh hey everybody uh I have a son now and everyone's like hmm cool pass the pass the potato salad like it was just like no one cared and like well the way the way it landed. I agree with you. Like, I'm like, why would you put that in there? And then nobody has any reaction to it. But when you live in a world where like Hulk's gone off to space and another planet, well, I, get, I get that. I get and like that. all that. I'm like, all right, but yeah, anything is, could happen if you. Is, if, 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 you don't need that. You don't need that. Like at this point, they've set the grounds like to show that we're gonna get a Winter Hulk movie here. Like, it's it's going to happen. Like this show basically has set that up, right? Just yeah. having Bruce come back and say there was something you know happening would be all like to me it just seems like a weird like a weird a weird move and it just like again it's just like the the reveal's there and then we just move on no one cares no one says anything there's literally no reaction it's just like here's knowledge for the next big thing that's gonna be around the hulk but like you're gonna have to do that again when you get to that movie anyway so like why just wedge it in there and, and and to be honest with you like you know not to just take over but like as somebody who like loved this series like really of the whole thing there's only maybe one or two episodes that are i was just i was less enthralled about but like overall like this the series had me laughing i fucking thought it was all hilarious to the point where i wanted to watch my make my wife watch it because i thought she would appreciate it yep. you know for what it was right and i just like i loved it but like to me this ending did not land at all like and it's for exactly what you said it's like okay like let's let's take this whole show yeah it's okay i'll keep going let's take this whole show and like just throw it like it doesn't matter like you literally waste the whole ending being this like meta finish and like i i like the meta bits but that one was too much i there were and it's not that there it was all stuff i hated like the idea that Kevin was like the robot and was an acronym for something and had the little hat, like to me, that's that's funny. Like that's I find those little quirky things are funny, but like the way it all went down, I just like I was like I was pretty unsatisfied. Mainly because we had a whole season of stuff and like nothing like so we don't actually know what happened with Intelligentsia. We don't actually know what happened with Titania. We don't actually know what happened with Abomination. Well, I guess we kind of do a little bit, but not really. We just know he leaves. It. I agree. I mean, for me, it's a very bizarre way to end the show. Like, it, yeah. like, like I said, like it narratively just does not work. I get what they were trying to do, but it doesn't work. Yeah. Um, the Kevin thing, like, I think it's it's cute and funny. It just totally reminded me of the game Portal. Uh, it, it like this big machine that's controlling everything. Like, it's straight out of the game Portal. Um. I don't know, like, overall, like, I, I think the show is barely mediocre anyway. It wasn't, like, a show that I was, like, this is, like, dynamite television. Like, to watch? Yeah. Yeah, like, if, I think if you enjoyed the show for what it was, then the finale fits right in with it, because that's the kind of tone that it had throughout. But yeah. I thought it, it just didn't too, work. too much that way, though. It was too, like, because, again, yeah. as somebody who did like the show, yeah, yeah. This, this ending didn't work. For me, it didn't work. 
Um, because it basically just negated the whole series. It's just like no, okay, I agree. That that was my problem with it. It was where like where are we at now? Like there was no reason for the last six episodes when you just canceled basically everything it built up everything. to. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and what is real then, and what is not real? If she can yeah. just break the fourth wall and cancel like, things. Then like is her is that guy Hulk King? Is he not a Hulk now, or is he? That's like, what I mean. Is he I, still I don't know. Hulk or what is that? What happens with Titania? Why? Where did she even get her powers to begin with? We have like no nothing about Titania. Um, yeah, like, that was that was my biggest problem with it narratively. It was like, what what is real and what is not real, and how do we know from now on what we're watching is actually happening? And can she just break the fourth wall and cancel what's happening? And then like, yeah. I, I don't I don't I don't understand like her powers in that regard yeah. like uh i don't know it's they've caused themselves a problem because if she's in daredevil that and something happens like well why don't you just break the fourth wall that and, and change and it I like do it. Yeah, yeah yeah like i don't know that, so there that i agree with that, you that, that part's funny though because even when she was like oh it would be cool to see daredevil again and then, like, I like how it's just at the end, she's just kicking that guy, kicking ass or whatever, and then Daredevil just drops from the sky out of nowhere, and he's yeah. there. <laughs> the way it was done was, like, it was cute and funny, but, like, yeah, it just didn't yeah. work, like... Yeah, the, the comedy was still, to me, still worked for that episode. Like, even with all the things where she's like, what about the X-Men? Yeah. You know? <laughs> no, totally, and it's like... I, I love the idea of like they're they're aware of everything that fans are saying. I like that because Me too. they clearly know that like fans are sick of the same old ending, the same old villain, the same old way of like concluding every story is like okay we get we got a big villain fight and then it ends like yeah I like all that stuff. I Me like too. that they're aware and they have to change. But yeah, me too. This script needed another three Passovers. They needed I some agree. more people in the room to figure out how to make this work. And. Yeah, like we want the X Men, so stop toying with me and stop fucking teasing them all the fucking time and giving us nothing. It's driving me do fucking you, insane. Do you think that they're maybe saving the X Men for when the MCU inevitably fails and dies out? I've thought that that they want to save the X Men till phase till they need seven like, a bump, so that they can get the bump again. Yeah, and looking at the next like three four years of lineup of movies it's like there's some stuff in there that's obviously very compelling like guardians 3 i can't wait for um you know like i really want a great blade movie but clearly that's going back to the drawing board so who knows what the fuck we're gonna get with that these both these adventure movies yeah ant-man will be funny like i don't think the first two ant-man movies are like great no but i like ant-man a lot more now like since endgame that and like i think paul rudd makes anything good i agree so like i'll watch paul rudd act as a way out of a paper bag like i just think the fucking guy is fucking funny so like give me more paul rudd that's fine like i think both ant-man movies are fine i don't think they're like top tier but i think they're like middle tier you know they're fine um but like other than the avenger movies and those you know deadpool obviously is gonna be huge there's not a lot of these movies where I'm like, oh, I can't wait to see that. Like, yeah. they, they don't have that tentpole thing anymore. So, yeah, no. I think they're, like, right. very aware that in the next couple of years, there's probably going to be some misses. Yeah. People are going to get tired of, like, having to watch 60 hours well, worth of fucking material a year. Like, you can already yeah. see people getting upset with the MCU and, and, and kind of starting to jump off. Like, I, I, 
at least from the toy community, like, you know, that very vocal and fun group. Uh, uh, they, you know, I can hear, I, I see it week after week in everyone's stories, so. My, my idea that the reason they haven't introduced a lot of X-Men is because the end of Phase 6 is going to be, like, a very, very hard reset. Hmm. It's well, I think be... with it ends with Secret Wars, like, and it, it, that's what they did in the comics. They reset the Marvel Universe with Secret Wars. My assumption is that's going to be a hard reset, and, like, basically every character that we know is going to be, like, written out recast. and done with. Hmm. It's yeah. going to be, like, this is our chance to recast things. This is our this is our entrance of the X-Men. They're going to be, the, like, yep. the leaders of, thing, of the yeah. new phases. And to like, me, I so, hope they don't do that because I really it would be shitty to lose the rich history we have. But I also understand writing within a storyline, and that can create a lot of complications, especially with a fan base that like is constantly like, "That's not possible." It's like, dude, it's a fucking story. Like, it's yeah, just... but like with with the the Kang timeline manipulation yeah. and everything like that. Once you end that, it's very easy to go, okay, now this is the only Earth, and whoever's yeah. still on it is exists, and everybody yeah. that doesn't is gone, yeah. and this is all yeah. reset, you know? And Again, that's so what you, they did in the comics. Yeah, and there you go. So then you're like, okay, these are the X-Men that are, you know, mutants exist. Here they are. They're on our Earth. Um, you know, uh, say, like, you know, Robert Downey Jr. Jr.'s Iron Man, it doesn't Jr. exist in this world. But Robert Downey Jr., he's like, Jr. well, I mean, I'm with the goatee. Exactly. No, oh, God, I hope watch that. That's the animated series we need. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like these these actors that we know for you know, the last fifteen years are gone, and like here's their replacements. These are the people that still exist within the world. You know, Thor's yeah. done now. Thor's been written off, but yeah. we have whatever. Um, and that's where you lead it to is like, okay, these are the characters remaining. These are the new you know Avenger teams. These are the new X Men teams, so on and so forth. Yeah, yeah, I can do that. Like, I think um, the end of Phase 9 will be, like, fucking uh, Sentinels and, like, Days of Future Past again and, like, all that shit. Like, that's what I think they've got to be building towards. It's like... The problem is, is when you get there, how do you go backwards? Like, you know, now all of a sudden you live in this dystopian world. That's not very fun. I mean, well, it might be fun for a couple episodes, but... I mean, how long can this go on for? They can't go on forever. I, at some point, money, to me... At some point, to me, like phase nine, ten, you got to you got to end this fucker. You got you got to have a conclusion. You got to after 60, 70 movies, you got to fucking say, "That's it, that's it." Like the MCU is done, and Imagine we're moving on. We get to that day, what's gonna happen? Well, I don't know, but like my point is, is like nothing's making money in theaters other than comic book movies. Are no. theaters even gonna exist in five years? Good point. I don't know, like. Disney Plus might be, here's our next big tentpole MCU movie. Here you go. It yeah. drops, you know, whatever day. Like, I don't know if theaters are going to exist in five years if nothing's yeah. making money. It's true. Well, like, we went and saw, like, when we went into Amsterdam, it was like a Sunday night, I think it was. It was a Saturday night. No, it was a Sunday night. Um, yeah, like, we were, like, one of uh, six people in the theater, something like that like nobody like i don't know if it's people still nervous with covid or if it's mm. um people just got bored of like the idea of spending like 30 dollars or 40 dollars on a night at the movies and was like fuck it who, like are just over like 
like I even said to Kate the other night, like we've been Friday nights, date night usually, so we'll like order in or whatever, right? We ordered yeah. in Thursday this week, and like I said, like we never like actually go out to eat anymore, really. Like maybe once every like five times we'll go somewhere, but like generally speaking, we just like DoorDash and like yeah. get it delivered to us, and it's like. Are we just at that point now where everyone got so comfortable staying at home that like no one wants to But that's to what I mean. Anymore? Yeah. Is it yeah. is it is it a comfortability thing of people saying like we don't need to leave the house, we have Netflix, we have Disney Plus, like we can just watch whatever's out? Yeah. Or or is it like COVID fears? I don't know, but like next year is gonna be the, the big judgment of that because you got like a new Mission Impossible movie that's coming out. You right. got uh Dune Part Two, you've got all yeah. these like huge blockbuster movies right. coming out there. Yeah, so, like, if these movies tank, then, like, yeah, maybe, you know, the MCU movies are the only ones that are making bank. Like, there's yeah. going to be issues, man. People are going to say, fuck it, we'll put our movie direct to Amazon. How much yeah. money do you think Amazon's going to pay? You know, they've just spent, like, $6 billion getting the NFL on, on, on Thursday nights on or Monday nights on Amazon Prime That's crazy. in the States. You think they're not going to spend $300 million to buy a uh, Mission Impossible a movie? movie? Yeah. They don't care. Money's yep. irrelevant to them. Yep, true. Very um, true. Um, so She-Hulk overall rating for the whole season out of ten. Five and a half. Okay. I'd say it's probably about uh, like six and a half for me. I think if the animation as She-Hulk would have looked better, I think it maybe would have moved up to seven. But I think if they started us three episodes. It would have been a bit better series. I think if it was like a six-episode miniseries, uh, a little tighter, maybe have a few episodes that were like 45 minutes instead of like 35 minutes, I think yeah. it would have worked better. I think fix the ending a little bit. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, it's bottom of the barrel to me. Like it's, a, I liked it better than Moon Knight. I didn't. I thought Moon Knight was super weak. So yeah, I didn't love Moon Knight myself. Um, I liked it better than What If, but other than that, it's probably yeah, third, I think I liked all the live action stuff better than What If. I liked What If, but I think it was the weakest of all of the shows so far. Yeah, it's, it's a bottom. But I feel like too. a lot of it is because What If is like loosely connected to the MCU. Everything else is MCU, and you know my thoughts on adding to the lore of the universe. Totally, totally, totally. So, yeah, my dog is so cute right now. He is sleeping at my feet. Lines on my lap, kind of just oh. chilling. Um, all right, Andor. Andor, you go first again. <laughs> okay, um, I love it. I think this the series is some of the best Star Wars stuff we've gotten in the last twenty years. Agree. I, agree. Like other than Rogue One, I think this is the most compelling stuff we've gotten since the original series, other than yep. Mandalorian, maybe. Man, my palms were sweaty the entire episode six. It. So nerve-wracking. Yeah, that's the best hour of Star Wars we've gotten and maybe since the original trilogy. Yep, I agree. It was just so, like, on edge. The whole thing was like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. Who's going to die? I kept waiting for someone to die. You didn't know who was going to die. You didn't really care that much because, like, we we haven't been with these characters long enough. Very long, yeah. But it was tense enough where you go fuck any of these characters can die and like you don't know who's the one that's going to sabotage it you don't know who's really true to the mission and who's actually there for themselves and it was fascinating it was it was excellent television it was paced perfectly it yeah. was high budget it looked beautiful like it, looked it was awesome 
Awesome. The music, the music has been so fucking good. I love the music. The music stands out to me in that in that uh, show so far. Yeah, it, it's, it it's fantastic. Good. Yeah, it's uh, really really good. Everything like I, I I love the characters that they're putting in this show, and like I love the intrigue of like the slow like kind of spy network that's building like you all these people playing double lives that are like yeah. kind of part of the empire but they're trying to like set up the rebels of like yeah it's fucking I mean, awesome it's so under, cool under their under the radar i, yeah. I fucking love luthan luthan is such a cool character so they, cool. Like, it, it, it's got the 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 handmaid's tale aspect right of like you don't know who's who's on your side and who's not on your side yeah. you don't know who you can tell a secret to yeah, who or who's gonna trust. betray you and like I love that about Handmaid's Tale, and I love that about this. This is like, you can see like uh, uh, Mon Mothma like trying to bring people in a little bit, but also really nervous about who she can say things in front of and and who she can trust and can she tell them the full truths or you know are are these people working for the Empire and you're gonna fucking kill her? Like it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's it's, uh, it's fucking amazing. I'm really liking it so far. I like the episode seven too, where you can kind of start seeing the building of this rebellion. And it's, again, it's interesting because usually everything that surrounds the rebellion is like, you know, like a good guy story. And like, yep. this one doesn't really feel like that at all, right? It feels like there's so much like danger Great. and like, yeah, like it's just super, you know, risky and, and uh, yeah. But it's, even it's Andor, really interesting. Right? Like even Cassian is like, you, you, he doesn't have an allegiance. He's not there for the rebels. He's not there because he wants to like help anybody but himself and his mom. Like, yeah. Yeah. he wants money. He wants he wants to escape the world that he's been stuck in. Like, he he wants to help his mom and and make sure she's safe. But like, he doesn't care about the overall mission and whether the rebels yeah. win. Uh, do you think that he might come? Or, I mean, obviously he will because we know where he lands. But uh, it'll be interesting to see that that turnaround. And I wonder how much of it will be attributed to his mom saying that she is sticking around to fight with the rebellion. He he's gonna have that that Anakin Skywalker moment of like finding out that his mom's dead and like kind of fucking like I think that's gonna be the push over the edge that he needs yeah. to like where where. You know, Anakin fucking went dark with it. He's gonna go like, oh, I need to help. I need, I need to be part of this team and like give it to the Empire. Like, fuck them, yeah. you know. Yeah. And even um, Bix, like, yeah, clearly like there's like a, a romantic like love there that like yeah. you know existed at some point that like he wants her to be safe. He's worried about her, but he also yeah. knows like she's kind of stuck there and he can't really help her. And like, I don't know. I find that fascinating relationship too. Me too. Yeah, it's really interesting. It the whole the whole show, man. Honestly, like episode six, I, seven was intriguing too, but not in like a an action-packed way, but it was more like a, just cool to like see all these bits of the rebellion starting to come together. And like, I also like how it shows like how risky it is to make something like this happen under the radar without drawing attention, and you know what I mean. So it's like. It's super interesting. I'm, I'm intrigued, and I'm intrigued to see how the Empire reacts to like now that they've oh, had this happen. Like, I'm. I wonder if we're getting ready to see some like pretty crazy shit. Like, well, the fact that they're like sending stormtroopers down to different planets now, and like, 
they're they're just taking it up a notch where they're like, oh, we we let this be like a security team's detail, and now no, we need direct yeah. control. We need stormtroopers there. We need to take fucking over. Like they're not capable of 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 policing themselves. We have to police them. You know. Yeah. And like even that, like how it ended in episode seven with that like resort area, and you just see like all the like the the beach troopers or whatever the fuck they're called. Like, troopers. Yeah, like they're chilling on the beaches. They're just they're you know people are trying to run away. They're got like fucking droids after them, and like it's awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's like uh, like holding the, all these people hostage for just being free and out and about. And... Totally, but like. Yeah. It reminded me of, like, not, like, obviously to the extent, but, like, when you go to a foreign country and you're, like, not necessarily sure of, like, the laws and everything like that, and you see, like, like, when I went to Jamaica and we landed in the airport, you know, the police in the airport had fucking machine guns, and they're just chilling in the airport, and I'm like, this is terrifying, you would never see this in Canada, like, this is scary, and it's like, could you imagine, like, hopping planets, and you're going to a new planet, and you're like, oh, this is, this is supposed to be, like, a great resort area, and then you see all these, like, police on the, on the beaches and shit, and, like, you're not sure who you can trust, and, and what you can get away with, and what the rules are, and what the laws are, and, like, and, and, like, she, she got arrested for doing nothing, you know? If you come to Canada, the police, the, the Mounties here have, uh, they come equipped with female bacon, is what they actually have. They have female bacon uh, rifles. Female bacon rifles, yeah. Yeah. And they munch, they munch on the back end. They're... Yeah. The horse is, uh, shit poutine. <laughs> Man, I want, <laughs> never mind, I'll tell you this later. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but like, I mean, like, that's the thing is like, I mean, we're going on a tangent a little bit here, but like, even in the states now right like it's like i'm so not used to seeing weapons in canada i've never seen like other than cops carrying a gun i've never seen guns just being yeah, like automatic weapons? yeah, yeah. and like so like when you go to a new country like cuba or jamaica that's the only other two countries i've been outside of canada and, and um us united states like it's weird when you see like fucking just the different way of living and the way that people are used to like blatantly just yeah there's open carrying laws in like texas and shit like that where it's like holy shit you know <laughs> norse king jedi says i've joined in at the weirdest time ever <laughs> totally but like that's what it reminded me of star wars media podcast <laughs> it's like it, it's it's going to a different culture and just being shocked by like what the fuck is happening you know it's awesome yeah. It's yeah. not Tatooine, finally. We, we're yeah, going to new nice. places. I know, it's good. It's great. It's nice to see. I also like uh, the dynamic between Luthan and Mon Mothma. I yeah, totally. It. The yeah, fake room. It's, cool it's cool to see, like, one, you know, like, Luthan's kind of, like, making this all happen. It's kind of, like, forcing her hand to have to be, like, kind of shit, shit or get off the pot kind of thing. Well, that, right? like, so, I don't think he fully trusts her. Yeah. I don't think he feels like she's willing to do what she needs to do to make this happen. I think yeah. it's a bigger issue, right? I feel like he's unsure about that. And he was so proud of himself, like like the smirk he had that he knew he was like directly involved in it. It's like, oh, fucking awesome. I love him. Yeah, man. It's great. Honestly, I'm totally loving Andor. Uh, I look forward to it now. It's like every week I'm like, fuck it. You know, and I like again because they're like good episodes, like you said, well paced. And again, 45 minute episodes. Fuck yeah, man. I'm, I live for that shit. Yeah, like they're the exact right length. Yeah, I agree. Just they don't enough. overstay their welcome. They're not too short where you're like, fuck, we got nothing this week. Yeah. And 
there's still five what five more episodes like fuck yeah. yes i know it's great i yeah looking forward to seeing more and or and i'm curious you know i'm assuming that we're gonna see another little mini plot come together uh by episode nine and then i can imagine they'll wrap it all up by episode 12 leave us on edge for the next season yeah i hope that the next season is not going to be like a three-year wait like i hope it's coming next year or me too soon after but i feel Uh, like it'll probably be a bit of a wait especially if they keep it all practical yeah i assume it's going to be a 2024 show but probably um that's what i mean i guess if we get like mandalorian season three in between and uh ahsoka or whatever like yeah you know they'll kind of break it up the animated tales from the jedi too too which is like that story around uh ahsoka and the other one around count dooku i think that starts soon i'm pretty sure i will watch those but i will and i'll tell you all about it my weekly episode wrap-up uh tales from the jedi from that reading the chat fucking norse king jedi i like this andor guy i hope he has a long great life <laughs> that's amazing ash reaper uh, says i'm so behind on stuff i need to watch book of boba fett and or miss marvel moon knight eternals black Widow, or something yeah you know what man like just take your time with it because the thing is is none of it really matters to the other stuff and like you can pretty much watch any of it in any order because so far none of it's really been referenced maybe outside of like you know it might be good uh no because if you've watched if you haven't seen hawkeye yet might be worth watching black widow first but other than that like i think most of the stuff um doesn't really matter what if you watch it in order or not you i mean book of Boba Fett, you could probably almost completely skip book of Boba Fett, uh, Boba Fett's a weird one i will say that the reason why I say Book of Boba Fett's not a skip is because even though I didn't love the show, it did a lot to fill in little bits of history in the Star Wars timeline. But other than that, like, I didn't actually love the show. But it was, like, it's interesting to know where bits fit into things. With I guess Sam Sewell, with Boba Fett, with... It's going to kind of link to Mandalorian Season 3 probably, too. Yes. Yes, that's true. Yes, that's true. So I guess you kind of got to watch it, but uh, I mean, you're, you didn't miss much. I, I mean, most of those shows are pretty standalone. Yeah, I would agree with that. Miss um, Marvel's end, very last scene in the last bit of Miss Marvel has like kind of a, an ex- exciting little word that like, you know, might mean something in the future, but yeah, it doesn't directly relate, so it doesn't really matter. I mean... Especially with Marvel, I feel like if you skip almost all these shows, you're not going to be really behind. Other than maybe, I guess, Hawkeye, but even that's going to stick to the shows. Yeah. Yeah, nothing really is... is Besides Loki. Yeah, I feel like Loki is probably going to be the first bit you're going to really need to know. Yeah, like, I think Loki's, like, really the only show that, like, really is mandatory viewing for the the movies, but, like, I don't feel like that's going to be touched on at all in, like, Black Panther or anything like that, so... Yeah, me neither, me neither. But I think it will be relevant once we get to Ant-Man, because once yeah, we get Ant-Man, like, yeah. time jumping and stuff like that, I feel like... Those are the only two you really need to see is Hawkeye and Loki. I'd probably say, um... 
I like Miss Marvel too. Falcon, Falcon and Winter Soldier. And I know that's not new, but that one just is important, I guess, too, right? Like, uh, yeah, I mean, they're making a new Captain America movie. Yeah, by the time we get to the next Cap movie, we would kind of need to know what happened there. So, I liked Loki a lot. Like, I recommend Loki. <laughs> I liked Hawkeye, and then I would say Miss Marvel was my third favorite. The rest, I, like I think, I think you could skip and you'd be fine. I mean. Like I've said before, like a lot of my friends are way behind on the shows and I don't know if they're like, I, I, I can't give them like, Hey man, you've got to catch up or this is going to yeah. make sense. Like yeah. watch it at your own pace. I think you're going to have a pretty dead little, you know, three, four months span after Black Panther that you can catch up on all this stuff and you're not going to be yeah. like, you know, hard up. Of the stuff that you listed, Ashley, first. Shang-Chi is pretty fun to me. There's like a bus scene that I think is one of my favorite fight scenes in like all of the Marvel movies. Pretty yep. fun. And I like uh, the ending. I think the big fight at the end is pretty cool. I, I like, I I wish the ending was a little less CGI and a little more yeah, like gooey, but it was still fine. Um, and then like Miss Marvel probably. I didn't personally love Moon Knight. Eternals is like, whatever. It's just fine. Like I've watched it. I don't really feel compelled to see it again. I Black think they're going to drop that entire time, like that whole movie's narrative. I, I think don't think they're going to ever drop anything. I know everyone's like, oh, the Disney's going to write out the sequel trilogy of Star Wars. Like, no, they spent like fucking like I'm not saying like pimping that. They're never going to write that out. They may I'm not, not saying like they're not going to say like publicly that it doesn't count anymore. I'm just saying like they're just going to be like, we're yeah, not going to touch gonna on that anymore. It's gone. Yeah. I don't see them touching that again. I don't know why you would. Like, I like Shang-Chi. I, I thought Shang-Chi is one of the top one of the, me too. phase four movies. Me too. It's awesome. It's really good. There's a lot of good action scenes. And Simu Liu, Simu Liu is fucking awesome. He's really good. But all the whole cast is actually yeah. so is Aquafina. Aquafina was so hilarious guy, in that movie. So is the guy who plays the Mandarin or his dad or whatever. Like Yeah. Like, I, uh, or yeah. And I think that movie's definitely going to get a sequel in phase six, so... Yeah, I like Shang-Chi a lot. It's really good. But everything else on that list, you could, yeah. And then same, like, Boba Fett. Book of Boba Fett's cool because there's, like, again, if especially if you know the comic books at all, like, uh, there's lots of cool stuff realized from the comic books. Speaking of which, uh, I don't know if you knew this or you might have seen it floating around on, like, some websites or something, but there was, you know, the main ISP guy that came in to talk to all of the Imperial security people the white jacket guys after the heist happened and there was like the yep. new face that we'd seen and he was like obviously in charge yep. so that guy has been in star wars rebels he was in star wars clone wars and he was in a new hope oh wow yeah so just, That's a, background, just a background character in a new hope but he had a name and stuff because of i'm sure the toys probably did that yeah but, yeah uh, but yeah, he had a name, and it's the same. It's not the same actor, but it's the same. Meant to be the same person. Huh? Pretty cool. Not the sweet. I. Uh, yeah. Star Wars is fascinating in that way, where there's such a long gap in between like the trilogies and stuff, and you know, to get callbacks to like 1977 fucking movies and shit, like it's wild. It like, it's almost 50 years old, man. Like it's, it's I wild. I know. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, overall, Andor, totally fucking loving it. I look yeah. forward to watching it every single week, and I am excited. Yeah, 
excited to see where we get it. I feel like the end of this episode is going to be a little cliffhanger. Yeah. And yeah, then, I think uh, the next. I think they're building up to stuff again, and I think we like we're going to get a few like really narrative heavy episodes somewhere in the next few that are just definitely going to like basically set up the finale. But um, hopefully, there's like another big like you know heist type attack of some mm-hmm. sort that like they're setting up for and Keep the action going. Yeah, get the action ready. I, I assume that we're going to get, like, some Stormtrooper action going on by the end. And, like, maybe, I don't know, maybe Vader takes, like, has some kind of role in this at some point. I don't know. I feel like they're going to steer clear of that. I feel like they don't want to lean. I feel like they've done such a good job not util- utilizing any of that stuff that it would it'd be in their best interest to just keep, especially for now. Maybe tease it for season two or something. But Well, like, I think that Leia is going to play a role at some point in this, right? I don't know. I would love to see Dr. Afra. She's a character from the comic books and timeline-wise that would line up here. I'm kind of feeling like she may have something to do with uh, like the storyline. So we'll see. Yeah. That would be kind of cool if we got a live-action uh, um, Dr. Afra. I don't know. I, I, I'm I'm down for where, wherever this is going. I, I think so far it's so compelling that like I, I have true total faith that they're gonna they're gonna take care of it and it's gonna end in a good spot yeah and uh i'm excited to see how how it goes yeah me too i'm I'm really excited so it'll be it'll be interesting to see it move along but um uh next week i'll come prepared with uh handmaids i'll be caught up so okay so we can talk handmaids next week and uh andor Handmaids and Andor next week. And then... then I think we still have a couple weeks before we're off. I can't do one weekend when I'm in Banff because I'm going to go get haunted. Yeah, that's not next week, not the following week, the following week. So we'll have two episodes before you're off. And the week that I'm not doing this, you're going to do my show. Right. So that's Wednesday the like 9th, I think. Yep. It's my dad's birthday. Awesome. Yeah. So we will do that live instead of an episode of the podcast that week because he's on he's on vacation type deal. We can talk about Andor then if you want. It'll be a little different, yeah. and then we can revisit uh, the next week. It'll be Andor and Black Panther. Right. Yeah. yeah that will work. <laughs> That'd be cool. That'd be a little different. So are you gonna do Legos? You should do Legos while we do it. Then I can yeah, customize okay. and you can Lego. And we can still talk. Yeah, that works. Okay. This is uh, welcome to Ryan and Matt make plans. Hope you're enjoying. Hey. Leave a like. <laughs> yeah, leave a like. Follow uh, at Customs by Matthew at Moose Milk Media. Go over to YouTube. Follow us there because that's where we will be doing uh, his Whip Wednesday in November. Yeah. Um, what a great little community you got going on over there, man! Like the chat was popping off when I was in there on awesome. Wednesday. Yeah, I know. I'm pretty fortunate. There's like five or six guys who are kind of jumping in and out, so it's. Cool. And then every once in a while, I'll see like a bigger person from the toy community, a bigger, more known name from the toy community jump in. Like, so yeah, it's pretty cool. I like it. It's been fun. Yes. And, you know, honestly, I know it's only five or six people, but really it makes a huge difference. So it's like oh, the okay. fact that they're there, I'm just like, this is so fun. I actually look forward to chatting with them every week. And yeah, man, it's cool. I love it. Yeah. I wish I had Wednesday's office for that reason, because it's just such a fun little chat going on. Yeah, it's really good. I, I, it seems like people, like last week, I think I had two or three new names pop in, and they were like, oh, I'm new. It's like, oh, cool. Great. I like new. Great, great. Yeah, man. Here's my dick. Everybody's welcome. 
Um, yeah. Also, if you uh, want to uh, get the podcast on podcast services, we're available everywhere now. Reminder, everywhere. Um, what's this chat saying here? How we feel about Wakanda forever? I'm somewhat worried it's going to be built up with hype and fall flat. Um, I'm excited for it. I, I, I'm notoriously like I was really low on the first Black Panther movie. I think it's quite poor. Um, I'm actually really excited for this movie. I like the idea of the narrative of where we think it's heading and everything like that. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm excited for it, but like, yeah, mm-hmm. it, it could be, it could fall flat. I don't know. I mean, the fact that they had to go through a bunch of script changes and everything like that could be a mess of a movie. We don't, we don't know, but I'm excited. I don't know about Matt. I am approaching a call. Op- uh, uh, I'm approaching optimistically, but I'm also preparing that myself for it to not be what I hope it to be. So sure. uh, I, I feel like that's a good approach. To, I feel like it's really easy to overhype. Totally. Uh, it, it, especially since we've been getting weekly shows, I feel like that's like a place where it like brews, like overhyping things in our minds. And it's like, it's kind of training people to like always think that it's always going to be this huge reveal. And, you know, it's just like, it's such an easy thing to go in thinking you're going to get one thing and come out and like, you're not getting that at all. So, well, my my thing is there though, is like, it's ending the phase. It's got to end on some kind of something. Mm-hmm. True. I hope we get some sort of direction for the future narrative, but in terms of just Wakanda forever, like I'm pretty, ex- I'm a pretty big Namer fan. So like, I'm pretty excited to see him in live action. Uh, yeah, I'm excited. I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic, but I do. I am excited though. Sweet. So, yeah, man. I'm curious to see how they handle Chadwick's death. I'm curious how we are going to get there. Like, are we just going to start by saying, oh, he's dead. I think it's going to be off screen. I don't think they're going to say anything about how he died or anything like that. I'm just going to, I think it's just going to start with the they morning. They show Black Panther in action without having him. And it doesn't really matter. They can explain. I wonder if they'll explain like as like a credits thing, like, you know, the credits are playing and it's like, this is why, how we've gotten to where we are today. And it could be like illustrated or something, right? Like, you know, it could be telling yeah. a story like in the similar vein to like Star Wars. Or I was gonna say like the begin yeah, the crawl. Yeah. Isn't the beginning of Black Panther kinda like that? The first one where he like tells the story about how like the, the narrator, narrator in the afterworld or whatever and it's all done like kinda animated, like it's not real. Like with sand or something like that, I think, maybe, or I don't remember. I don't remember either, but um I think I mean I think it opens just with everybody in mourning and them like getting ready for the funeral and then you hear like a narrative narrator say like, you know, this is you know, whatever five years since we knew black panther came into existence or whatever the timeline is and you know like we 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 go into wakanda where everybody's in mourning and everybody's upset and you know they lost their leader and and so on and so forth and it's we you know a community trying to establish where they go next and Mm -hmm. you know somebody has to step up to the to the mantle to take over and, and protect you know their family their friends so on and so forth and I don't know. I don't know if they necessarily say exactly what happened. Right. But who knows? Maybe they will. Maybe they. Like, yeah. Maybe you're right. It's, it's we get like an opening battle of like Black Panther losing in battle or something like that, yeah. and it's like you know he was a warrior to the end type thing, and you know who knows? Or he protected somebody he loved and, and died in the process. Like who knows? Yeah, I feel like it'll be something like crazy, like he 
sacrifice himself to save like sure his sister or her kids yeah. or something like yeah. super heroic right i feel like they're gonna paint them in a really good light so very well could be very well could be you all very right. well could be well it's all hips and hips baby <laughs> my dog's currently licking my toe and huh. uh i'm not gonna lie I'm a lot of people pay extra for that i know it's true <laughs> that's yeah. the episode um we did it uh 80 minute long episode so they were a little long but yeah, um, we have a lot to talk about like 30 sure. minutes of the five things that i watched yeah well hey you gotta do what you gotta do so yeah we'll be back next week with andor and handmaid's tale episodes mm. i don't know what fuck i don't even know where we are five six seven something like that just, yeah yeah five six seven sounds right something like that and um yeah i hope everybody does well i hope everybody enjoys their weekend and we'll catch you next week fucking a thanks everybody see you dude see ya